Hello and welcome to the Homeless Vagabond Experience, Episode 4. Your host, Hydro Vlogs. If you're new to the podcast, this is a podcast where I talk about my life as a nomad in America, walking across the country. If you're interested in that, uh, leave a like, follow, subscribe, five stars, whatever your app has. So, let's just go ahead and jump right into this because last week I had mentioned I was going on a 50-mile walk. And I was not prepared for that walk. Made a couple mistakes, two really big ones. The first mistake is I tried to detox on caffeine because I thought 50 miles in the Arizona sun, I'm going to be sweating a lot. I'm going to be drinking a lot of water. It'll be a detox from caffeine. That was not a good idea. We'll get into that later. Anyway, so I started my walk and I brought a gallon and a half of water. I thought, yeah, a gallon and a half of water, 50 miles, no problem. I really underestimated the Arizona heat. I uh, ran through all of my water the morning of day two and the two-day walk, about 25 miles each day. So for about 18 miles, I just had no water, and it's 100 degrees out in the Arizona sun. So that wasn't very nice, but I did end up making it to Gila Bend, where I'm at right now. And uh, I remember I got into town, it was a Dollar General, and I basically jogged to that Dollar General about water, sparkling water. And yeah, I just, I chugged all that water because I was literally dying. Good news, uh, last week I said I was getting rid of my sleeping bag because I didn't think I needed it anymore. That was the right decision to make. I'm about four pounds lighter and I just, it's warm at night. I, I don't need a sleeping bag. So that's really great. Anyway, I mentioned I tried to detox on caffeine. Here's why that was a really bad idea. You see, I knew I was going to get a caffeine headache because I always get caffeine headaches when I don't have caffeine. So I was expecting that. Was I, What I was not expecting was for it to make me completely ill. On day two, after I finished drinking my last bit of water, three miles down the road, I have a monster headache, and my stomach feels upset, and I just puke up all of that water I had just drank. So that was fun. And the worst part is, the absolute worst part is, when I got to the Dollar General, I went and I got a bottle of Dr. Pepper. So detoxing on caffeine just didn't happen. There's no point to do it. So yeah, that's been my past few days. It's been fun. Smile about it now. But you know, vomiting up your last bit of water and having a caffeine headache can make you feel really, really defeated. And that's kind of the topic I wanted to talk to you today about today? I can't words. That is the topic I wanted to talk to you. So everybody feels defeated at some point, And I just want to kind of give a few examples of what I've gone through that just made me want to give up. Some are small. Some are not as small. None of these are really huge other than the last one. And even that, like not a lot of people would think it's a big deal. So one of the things that happened to me while I was out on the trail was for those of you who don't know, I have a solar panel. That's how I charge up all my stuff. I was in Midland, Texas. I was sleeping under a storm drain, and I had packed up all my stuff. I walked to Walmart. I got some food, and I went out behind the Walmart to lay my solar panel out, eat, and, you know, just relax. Walmart had Wi-Fi. So I get there behind the Walmart, and I reach in to pull my solar panel out, and it's not in there. This is a $150 solar panel. And so my heart, it just sank. And I remember just feeling dread. So I hurried up and I packed everything up. And I thought, okay, maybe it's just under that storm drain. 
back where I slept, and so I start walking back, I'm walking back, I'm walking back, and I found it right on the side of the sidewalk. And this is like a really busy city with a lot of foot traffic. Oh my goodness. It would have been so easy for somebody to just pick it up and walk away, and I would not have a way to charge my phone. So yeah, that was very heart-dropping experience. It made me feel a little bit of dread. The other one, I'm not going to go into too much detail because I talked about this last week, was my time in Waycross. Basically, slept in a swamp during the rainy season in Georgia. Very smart, I know. And I woke up in the middle of the night in about an inch of water. Just kind of sat up, stared off into space. And this is my life now. There's nothing I can do. And I just sat there for hours, kind of looking off, just being defeated. And, you know, I've also, I've lost a battery bank which really sucked. I, had, I bought a battery bank in North Carolina, made it all the way to Texas, and then went to sleep one day, packed up, left, and I realized later that day that, oh, the battery bank that I spent like $40 on, gone. And that really sucks, because money's hard to come by, and I really, really love that battery. But the big one, the thing that made me just want to give up completely, which might not sound like a big deal to a lot of you, definitely a big deal for me, I was in El Paso, Texas, uh, to my spot to sleep, laying down, and I noticed my phone was going to update over the night, which is fine. No problems there or anything. So I go to sleep, and I wake up in the middle of the night to my phone vibrating. And I look over, and I see it's updating, and I'm thinking, okay, that's fine. But I'm kind of staring at it, and as I'm staring at it, it just shuts off. And I thought, that's kind of weird. It wasn't coming back on. So I grabbed it. And I clicked on the power button, and I got the, uh, you know, your battery is dead indicator. So I plug it into my battery bank, and I boot it up, and I'm greeted with a screen that says, your operating system is corrupted. And my heart just sank, because it was a, it was a Pixel 4. It was a, I think I bought it for like $500. It had a wonderful camera, good storage space. It's everything I needed. Now it's just a brick. To this day, I'm still so sad because I miss that camera. That camera so, so much. I've got a little Samsung right now. It's like a $50 phone. Camera not so good. I've got a headphone jack, so I guess look, look on the bright side, right? That's a positive. But yeah, I still have the Pixel in my backpack. Just there's no way I can sideload an operating system on it without a laptop. Or at least not that I'm aware of. Maybe if somebody knows a way, they can tell me. I, I am tech savvy, so... Yeah, like, I'm just hoping, like, a laptop falls into my, no pun intended here, lap. I can just sideload an operating system on it. Yeah, that would be very, very nice. Yeah, those are kind of stories where I've just kind of felt defeated in the moment. And, you know, when that happens, you just got to kind of move on, right? Just, what has happened has happened. Just keep going. That's what you got to do. And with that... I want to talk about some wholesome stories. Two wholesome stories, in fact. You start off with some negative things, you end with the positive things. That's how I like to do things. So, both the stories are going to involve police in the Carolinas, North Carolina and South Carolina. So, the first one was in North Carolina. I was at a food line. I was charging my phone up with one of the outlets. And another dude, he started talking, he was drunk. He completely blitzed. And... He starts talking to me. He starts hollering at girls and stuff. And I'm just, I don't want to be associated. I just want to charge my phone up and watch some YouTube. Anyway, uh, he ends up le ends up leaving. But it's getting late and I need to find a place to sleep. So I go around the food line 
I looked on Google Maps, satellite view, and I noticed there was some woodlands behind there, kind of back there. As I'm walking back, I can hear a car rolling up to me, and I look back, and it's a police officer. I'm like, and uh, pulls out to me. He rolls his window down. He says, I don't think you're the guy I'm looking for. Is it a guy who's been screaming at girls? And he's like, yeah. Yeah, he just left. He, the guy kind of laughed. The police officer kind of laughed. He got out of his car, and he had a partner with him. He got out of the car. Another cop car rolled up. Two cops got out of there. Uh, asked me, we haven't seen you before. You just passing through. I was like, yeah, walking across the country. Oh, nice. Where are you sleeping at? I told him that I wasn't really sure. You know, I was kind of looking for a place. So I thought maybe around here. He's like, this is kind of residential area, so probably shouldn't sleep here. But then he, uh, he gave me the most detailed, blah, 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 I can't words. He gave me the most detailed directions to a really good spot to sleep. It was basically down by a cul-de-sac, but there was no houses built yet. Or, and he told me, and he told me, there should be nobody sleeping down there. If you sleep down there for a night or two, we're not going to care. So, yeah, I went down there and it was amazing. Uh, it was a nice woodland area. I was able to hang my hammock up and just fall asleep peacefully. So that was really nice. I wish I remembered the town that happened in. It was North Carolina. It was, I know it was like the northern part. It was before High Point. But I remember talking to the police officer about High Point and he kind of told me like, High Point's not the safest place. So, yeah, I remember it was before there. Uh, the other instance I wanted to talk about happened in Shiraw, South Carolina. I am sure I'm not pronouncing that correctly. But I was in front of a plaza charging my phone up. Police officer comes up. He says, you know, they don't want you charging your phone up here, which is fine. I understand that. I said, all right. And I started packing up and police officer walked away for a moment. But then he came back. He said, you know, what's your story? And I said, oh, well, I lost my job when COVID happened and decided to walk across the country. And he really respected that. And so he says, he asked me, do you like chicken? I said, of course I like chicken. So he points to a parking lot and says, go wait in that parking lot for about 20 minutes. I'll be right back. Go to the parking lot, wait 20 minutes. And then he comes back with an entire rotisserie chicken, beef jerky, a gallon of water, and a six-pack of RC Cola. Just so tickled. It was, I was so happy. And all he said was to just pass it on down the road, which I, I really love. Really love that. So I found a spot to sleep. I ate that entire chicken and about had some beef jerky. It was a good time. Chirac was a really nice town. Very nice town. I met another guy who uh, actually gave me a backpack. My backpack was breaking down, just kind of ripping. I was at a park and he pulled up and he's ex-military and he just says, you know, you need a new backpack? I was like, yeah. And so he just gave me one of his old backpacks, which was really nice. And he also gave me some like food and stuff. So Chirac, South Carolina, great place. Absolutely wonderful place. Okay, and with the stories out of the way, uh, I want to get into some questions because I have actually got some questions. So the first question is, how do you su how do you survive with little to no money? Uh, you got to be creative. That's the best way I can put it. Don't eat fast food. Let me rephrase that. Don't pay for fast food. Fast food is very expensive. Not give you a lot of calories. Instead of getting a burrito from Taco Bell, go to Walmart get some tortilla shells, and buy chili beans for like 60 cents. Your own burritos, more calories, more if you can add your own spices and such. But the reason I brought up fast food restaurants, because a lot of fast food restaurants give you free food. So if you sign up for like their apps and such. So for example, Taco Bell, as an existing customer, I got a free Mexican pizza. I signed up to the McDonald's app and I got free chicken nuggets. And then McDonald's also gave out 
free french fries for an entire month. Once a week, you could get free french fries for an entire month. And you know, so many uh, the fast food restaurants, they do that. So sign up to their apps and use that stuff for free food. It works. When it comes to what you should buy when you do have a little bit of money, and find the Walmart or the Dollar General or cheap peanut butter is a very, very, got like 2,800 calories, two or three bucks. You, know, you can buy some peanut butter, buy a bag of pretzels, dip your pretzels in the peanut butter. Great meal or a great snack. And it not only gives you a lot of calories, you've also got a lot of nutrition, especially protein. Peanut butter has a lot of protein. And for me, I'm walking a lot, so a lot of protein is a good thing. I also mentioned like making my own burritos, buying tortilla shells, buying chili beans, my own burritos. That's a cheap option. Cans of like pork and beans are always cheap. You can get them for like 60 cents at Walmart, or at least you used to. Here in California, they're more like nine. But still, it's still a good, good deal. Uh, one thing you should not get is ramen noodles. So I understand the appeal to ramen noodles. Very cheap. Has a lot of calories. The problem is that they're empty. So yeah, a packet of ramen noodles, it'll have a thousand calories, but you'll eat it and still be hungry because there's no nutrition in it. I really, really would not recommend ramen noodles trying to live on a budget. It's going to do absolutely nothing for you unless you add stuff to it. So for example, I know a lot of people do this. I haven't done it. I kind of want to try it though. Uh, spicy ramen noodles mixed with peanut butter. Apparently it's very good. In that case, the ramen noodles wouldn't be so bad for you anyway. And on the topic of how do I survive with little to no money, how do you cook and what do you cook? So as for how do I cook, when I originally set off on this, I had a foldable wood stove, which I would not recommend if you're doing what I'm doing. Now, if you're just kind of going out for like a weekend hike, a weekend camping trip, then yeah. That, that foldable wood stove, it's great. Uh, I would recommend it for that. But it weighs about three pounds, and it's a lot of weight. when you're walking 20, 30 miles every single day for years. So what I, I decided to make something instead. I basically made an alcohol stove. What I did was I took a Sterno, a can of uh, liquid fire. Get them at Dollar General, Mart, all these kind of places. And I used it, and then I cleaned it out. And I stuffed it with cotton balls. Then I just doused all the cotton balls in rubbing alcohol. I use 90% rubbing alcohol. I'll get into why I do that in a minute. And I douse it in alcohol. You light it up and it burns. It burns for hours. Then I have a tin can with some holes poked into it for ventilation. I put on top of it. And I can set my pan or my pot right on top of that uh, can. Planning on making a YouTube video on how to make one very soon. So. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and see that. So, yeah. And like I said, I use 90% alcohol. You can use 50%, 90%, 70%. You can use anything. The upside to 90% is it burns a lot hotter and you can reuse the cotton balls. With 50% rubbing alcohol, the water seeps into the cotton balls and you can't really reuse it. But the 50% does burn a lot slower. So... If instead you're using it for heater, you'd probably want to go with the 50%. But for cooking, I really like the 90%. As for what I cook, all kinds of stuff. Pasta is kind of my go-to thing. I really, really like spaghetti. In fact, I have like two videos on my YouTube channel with me cooking spaghetti. One with the wood stove and one with my alcohol stove. But I mean, I can cook anything and cook anything. 
I was in Fancy Gap, Virginia, and somebody gave me some deer meat, some venison, and I cooked that up, right? So you can cook up meat, cook up pasta. Hers are easy to make. Chili is super chili. I got a little Stanley cup, so it works perfectly. Mac and cheese, one of those people who can eat mac and cheese all day, every day, and never get sick of it. So, yeah. All right, and I think that's going to do it for the day. I got to get walking very soon. So if you enjoyed this, like, comment, five-star review, subscribe, follow. I don't know where you're listening to this, and they all have different rules. So do whatever is appropriate. Whatever's not appropriate. Doesn't matter to me. And with that, I will see you later. I hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye.